Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 158 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as always available on Facebook Live at 8 p.m. and now on Instagram, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Love being on Instagram Live as well. Definitely a fun uh, aspect to the show, having it on Instagram as well. But always the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com and on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. And I just wanted to quick shout-out to all the listeners who have been with us for the last three years, who have just joined us, who have been with us on and off. Thank you so much for an amazing three years. January 29th was the three-year anniversary of the WW Bro Podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh, do this podcast, something I didn't even want to do, but I'll get into more of that on the bonus episode uh, this week, because I do have a, a guest, so I want to get to my guest tonight. Uh, the bonus episode will be on Patreon. To become a Patreon member, you go to patreon.com slash Podcast. You'll have access to the bonus episodes, as well as the full backlog catalog of bonus episodes. Definitely go and check that out. I don't know if you guys have heard, I might have posted about it a couple of times, I am a new uh, Sail Away Coffee Ambassador. Very excited to be working with Sail Away Coffee, my favorite nitro brew. And now I'm able to pass along a code that will save you 10% on your order. Go to sailawaycoffee.com, use code WWBRO10, and save 10% off your order. As always, Built Bars are throwing crazy sales. There, While supplies last, you can get the amazing cookie dough bites. Definitely go check that out. Use code WWBROPODCAST to save up to 25% off your order. Okay, now that we've gotten that out of the way and we've done our little spiel uh, with their sponsors, I'm very excited to introduce my guest tonight. My guest tonight is uh, not only an inspirational person himself, I would have him on even if we weren't friends, but he is my best friend. He is my tag team partner in life and on this journey. I want to welcome Nick Raystone to the podcast. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, dude? What up, what up, what up? What are you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm defrosting right now. <laughs> it's crazy, right? We got hit with a big storm. Big time. Were you, were you ready for this? Or do you think they were lying about it like they always do? Honestly, dude, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, um, just looking at the forecast and they're like, uh, predicting anywhere from two to 35 inches and <laughs> it just... There's no, you know, there's no end in sight about this stuff. So, but as a first today, they actually sent me home in the middle of the day. Like the post office ceased operations. So there was no through snow and all that other garbage. They always tell you they stopped today. No, today uh, they had to bring the wagons back, dude. Everyone went home early and I told them I would stay. But they You're... didn't want me in the building by myself, just in case of anything uh, happening. So I can see you like, running around home. that building, like, yeah, right. <laughs> I've been there by myself before, so I mean, I guess just because of the snow aspect, and I don't know, I guess I'm a liability. Is it creepy so when you buy that by yourself? I mean, dude, there's like a sub basement, so that's a basement basement. So yeah, underneath. It's that's creepy. That's like some straight out like Freddy Krueger boiler room stuff. <laughs> um, when I first got there, there was no lights. It was just emergency lighting. So it was red lighting like one every um, 
I don't know, 25 yards or so. Yeah, and I, it's, it's huge. I would never, so. ever, ever stay. I would never be locked away in that thing with you. Never. That's insane. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I just – and you, it's a crazy echo, and it's just dim and wet and dre- disgusting and cold and, yeah. But they got it lit now, so it's a little bit – so now you get to see the disgustingness. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And for those of you who don't – I'll give a little background on Nick here. You know, we have been friends over 20 years uh, since high school. Been through it all together. Yeah, been through it all together. And we started this journey together on uh, May 1st of 2017. We walked back into WW because uh, I know for me it was the only program that worked. And I, I, do you feel the same way? Yeah, absolutely, dude. I mean, I've, I've tried everything. Everything except the surgery, which I really never wanted to do. Um, not putting anyone down that has done that, but it's just not for me. I don't feel... So, uh, I feel the yeah, same. This yeah. is the, the, the program, uh, you know, it's really how you, you know, what you make of it. So it's kind of like, you know, you need this, I need the, the structure of it and I need like to be held accountable. So that's the reason why I like it. Yeah. We have that in common. I need to answer to something. I, I can't just be like, okay, like I'm yeah. going to go off like, oh yeah, I'll make sure I only eat like this today. Cause yeah. If I'm not putting it Doesn't in that work. app, it's not happening. Right. And I know we've done we've done all the crazy things. Uh we've done trim spa. Yeah, we've we done, did trim spa. Have <laughs> <a> trim spa. <laughs> of course I remember trim spa. Of course I remember it, dude. It was I'm glad we don't do trim spa anymore. It was we uh I had this block party every year and uh it was like a really cool day in July. It was like a little legit cold day in July. It was probably like sixty degrees. And Nick was sweating profusely. He'd taken like three trim spa before he came. And yeah. you, you were kind of like raging out a little bit too. Like, you know, someone said to you, maybe you shouldn't take three. And you're like, don't tell me my business. Like, I know, I know what I'm doing. Do you feel like when you took that stuff that it, it altered your mood and, and your, you know, the way you handled things? Absolutely. That stuff is legal speed. Like, it's just out of control, man. I think the end all be all for me was that I was laying in bed one night and my body did a convulsing thing (laughs) and it threw me out of my bed. Now, dude, to throw me somewhere is going to have some kind of force. (laughs) So I had some kind of jolt that actually literally had me on the ground. And I was just like, whoa. Like my heart, like just I, I don't know. I thought that was it. I was like, holy! I'm like, did my heart just explode? <laughs> yeah, you don't know at that point, like what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. So that was it. Trim spa was, dude. I used to take that and like, I would. That's when I was into swimming. So I would take like two trim spa and go to like Eisenhower and just go insane, like scream under the water and just like, I don't know. I was like that chick and uh, that they went to the funeral in Clark's, you know, like she was doing nothing like <laughs> laps back and forth. <laughs> Embolism popped in. Her brain. Right. Exactly. Julie Dwyer. Yeah. In the pool. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I had like a similar experience. Like I would just not like where I would, I would have a convulsed in my bed, but like I had my mood was altered. I just felt like on edge all the time. Like I was ready to, to, to stab somebody or punch somebody, but you know, you tell me I could take a pill 
And this is the thing. This is what's you know they don't people don't realize what, when you're talking to people who have issues with weight and food. If you tell me I could take a pill, that's all I got to do is take this pill, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna lose weight. I'm taking it. I'm in. I'm in. Right? It's that, it's that magic pill, and I, I think that's sure. you know you know. And then you get. I've heard people taking trim spa or thing, you know, or Xenadrin and then going to work out and healthy people, their hearts exploding on a treadmill. Yeah. yeah. I heard like, you know, we heard it, I think from Cabby from K rock. Yeah. That's where I heard it from. That's where I heard and it I too just, on the Howard Stern show. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll try it. Why not? And, you know, that was it. I think you definitely quit before I did. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't that shortly after, you know, we almost took my pool down. Yeah, I did, a, I did a lot of bad things. <laughs> That's all right. We're here. Um, you know, one bad thing you, you never you don't do you you don't give up, which I um, I always admire and inspired by it. Especially uh, recently, you've really just refused to give up on, on on yourself and on the journey. And you know what's what's pushing you for that right now? She's actually like. Oh, there she is. Lying in bed right over there, man. Aw. Hey, Zoe. So, she don't hear you. No. She's in her iPad world. <laughs> but anyway, her, you know, so, and, and my wife, you know, it's just like, I got to be around here for them, dude. You know, so, I honestly, you know, I got to do it for me, too. But, you know, I, they're also my accountability. So, if I'm not on my game and I'm letting myself go, and it affects all our lives. And, you know, if I'm not uh, doing the right thing, you know, the end result is not going to be good, dude. You know, so I have to, uh, I I got to stick with it. You know, that's, that's my thing. You know, this last year, like, was crazy. You know, I we were talking about this before we actually went live. Like, I was trying to figure out the last time I was on this show. Yeah. And since then, so many things have happened, you know, like, to me, to around me, and, like, many, many reasons. And I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm just saying many, many reasons why someone can just be like, you know what? Fuck it. No, I'm sorry. But, okay. You know, well, like, you... will... Like I'm done. I'm I'm gonna leave. You know, like that's it. I'm I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. And then I mean, just I couldn't. You, you think about it, like you know, and that's one of the things you result. You're it's always been in in your head because even like we talk, like you know, when things aren't going the way you want it to go, it's still in your head. You're still saying you still say, well, I got it, but you're always doing something. I think like you're either riding the bike or you're or do you know now you you know which was I, I was so proud of you the other day. I, I texted you about the show. And your wife texts me back, like, Nick's doing DDP yoga, you know, and yeah. we talked through, you know, communicating that, and then you got back to me afterwards. I was really proud of you, man, you, because you talked about it, and then you did it. So where does the attitude come from? And I, you, maybe you touched on it a little bit before, but, like, being like, okay, I, I got to do this, than just to doing it. Like, you talked about DDP yoga last week, and when I texted you Saturday, you were doing it. Like, how does that, that happen with you? Well... I was thinking about it. I met DDP probably about a year and a half ago. And DDP, uh, I think he's kind of like similar to what you see on TV. I think he's not a, he's a no shit guy. So yeah. it's kind of like, <clears throat> I met him 
And I could just tell, I wanted to tell him my story. So at that point I had lost weight on our journey and he was like, yo, that's awesome. Congratulations and everything. He's like, have you ever looked into my program? He's like, what do you do for physical activity? So I told him, you know, I go to the gym as much as I can. You know, I do my bike or whatever. And he's like, yo, that's great. He's like, but, you know, it looks like what you're telling me is, is that you're on a lifelong journey. He's like, do you want to con- constantly continue the hard training it well into, you you know, your your long life or whatever? And that kind of like sat with me, but I mean, it didn't like get me on the DDP train right there. Yeah. He even offered me like, I don't know, it was like 20% off or something. Like it was like a deal that I could have went on to the thing and whatever. I put it by the wayside. I didn't do it because I'm like a creature of habit. I'll stick to what I'm doing because it was like working for me. So I was telling you about that. I wanted to do DDP yoga. And then um, I have a couple of, uh, text is going on so it's kind of like a group text one is the band and this other one is my buddies from uh chris tansky and chris ott chris tansky's from fright rags and chris ott is from london 1888 um they sell shirts hats whatever zodiac that's that's definitely go check them out check them out so chris was joining DDP and he's going to try it. And he said, you know, like whatever. I'm like, Oh wow. You know, that somebody just came out randomly and said it. And I was thinking about it. And then simultaneously when he did this, I got another text from the band and Craig was like, yo dude, I did DDP today for the first time in a long time. And I'm like, I'm all about signs. And I'm like, that's it. I'm doing it. Whatever. So, uh, I have like the introductory uh, thing to show you the diamond dozen. So I put it on and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give it a go and see how it feels. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Um, it affects your whole body. Yes. Like, <laughs> I did every move that he told me. I had to modify some things because there was certain things that was, you know, like the ground stuff is kind of hard. Yeah. And, you know, getting on my knees. Same with up, me. You know. Down, downward dog or whatever. I was down, bro. I wasn't getting up like quick. I was down, but there was no dog, you know. <laughs> right. I was the down dog. So Down, uh, Nikki. <laughs> so that's what I did for like two days. I learned all the moves. And I just got a notification that they actually sent out the package that I ordered from it. So I, I, I joined. Yeah, basically. I was doing it on the app. I, I downloaded the app on my iPad. And I was yeah. doing it off of that. Um and when I do it, I love it. You know, I just, you know, it's a thing being consistent. And that's the thing. I felt it all, you know. Oh, I, and I I'm, the, I'm the same thing. I have to, I had to modify some of the, because I have, you know, my, my, my knee, I have arthritis in my knee and my, my, I have a bad back. So there's some things I did have to modify, but even modifying it, I felt great. Like you feel that blood flowing and pumping and, and, re- and you really start moving again. And I think that's awesome that, that you did that because I know how, um, your bike was your thing, and and but here you're stepping out of your comfort zone again, and it's like thing again. Like you're you're not you're not giving up, man. And I I, I can't tell you how proud I am of that. You know, especially everything. You Thanks. know, it's been a crazy year, like you said. You, and especially you know, you guys have been through the ringer, and you still yeah. you could that you have all the excuses in the world to just pack it in. 
Yeah. And you're not you're not doing it, which is which is awesome. And I definitely uh commend you for that. And again, like you said, like you know, your Thanks, man. Your motivation is is your your family and everything and things that have happened to you this past year, is that even more of a motivation to be here for your family? Sure. You know, because you know, like uh stuff that happened to me and then stuff that happened, you know, to with Sarah and everything, you know, uh just last month, you know, like my uh my brother in law unexpectedly passed away and uh you know, I had a we all got rocked from it, man, and it sucked. And it just was like a very bad it's never a good time for something like that to happen. But I could have easily derailed and you know what, for a few weeks I ate and then everything that I wanted to eat, didn't want to eat, mm-hmm. just went to town with that stuff. But I knew in the back of my head, man, like that voice was there and it was just like, yo, you're going to have to slow it down and get back up on track and just go back. Doesn't you, you know, got to get through it. I mean, <clears throat> you got to face, you know, you got to face the uh, face the music. And, you know, I did. I went back two weeks ago and, you know, I was scared to see what I did. But, you know, I went up. But then I went back the next week and I went back down. So, you know, now I'm going I'm on the downward again. Two, you had two great now, weeks in a row. And uh, I even see your, your sister-in-law. Uh, Chelsea, she's doing it. She's doing yeah. great. She's doing great with it too. Yeah, you know, Sarah's doing it with me now too. So, like, you know what? Now I gotta. You're doing it, so I got. You know, I got my team. You so got a support good. system. Yeah, you got a support system. But I, I think, like, you know, especially when when you look at something like that, you know, because my my mom, you know, died early, and um, I, I kind of look at that too as even more of a reason to take care of yourself. You know, uh, it's, it's tragic. Your brother in law sure. was very very young. And it's it's more of a motivation to like okay well I, I this you can go literally at any time there's there's no no matter what it could be anything you could be walking you exactly. could just step into the street and a, a bus hits you or something like that but to me I always said that you know if if that happened to me like if I step in, out in the street and a bus hits me or something crazy like that a crazy accident that's so much easier to explain to my family the fact that I couldn't take care of myself. Like you know, and do what I have to do. I think that's harder to swallow. Do you do you agree with me on that? Absolutely, man. You know, like we always talk our wrestling stuff, yeah, and everything. <laughs> and I I saw something yesterday that I mentioned to you. I was like, dude, I'm depressed, man. After I watched this, and Yokozuna was one of the wrestlers. Yeah, man, Yokozuna. We used to watch him growing up, and you know what, man? He was one of the greatest heels ever. But from this documentary that they showed about him, he was such a nice guy. Yeah. But, but he did not take care of us. And that dude, like very young. He's 34 like when he died. Age. 34 when he passed away. Yeah, dude, that's insane. And we're, I'm, I'm 40, like, I'm 41. Holy, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm 43 years old. Like, holy, I, like, I could not believe it. I was like. I thought he was like in his forties, you know. I know he died young, but I didn't think he was that young, dude. I was like, this, this is horrible. Yeah, I, I watched that, you, you know. But like, you told you texted me actually, like yeah. just got done watching, and literally when you texted me that, I had just hit and play on the documentary, and I'm like, when you were like hit me hard, I'm like, oh here we go, 
And it did. It, you know, and yeah. a lot resonated with me. Like, you know, because when I was younger, I was more athletic. I could do things that, you know, maybe somebody my size couldn't do. Um, and then, you know, as I got older and put on more weight, that stuff doesn't, you know, like, it's not doable anymore. Like, you know, I remember you in high school. Um, we, we were always big guys. You know, that's nothing. We're not hiding anything with that. I know, you know, I'm not trying to say that uh, out of context, but like you were, you, and maybe you, maybe you, yeah, really, I don't know that. You were super fast. I remember one night we were ringing and running people's houses. And, and I remember like Chris and Joey, like being so, those of you guys know that Chris and Joe are friends of ours, they're brothers. They look like Bert and Ernie, but besides the point, you were running after the car and they couldn't believe how fast you were for a big guy and like you did that with no problem. Do you think you can run chase down a car now? Or like you know before you started no all this? No. No way. <laughs> like, no. like wait, wait, no. No way. I mean like it's you know what I since then like uh you know I broken my ankle so there's definitely no way and like you know my my knee is yeah. jacked from the Mulcahy's jump, you know. So here, I'll, I'll tell the story real quick. No way. We'll do a little side story here. Uh, Nick's talking about the Mulcahy's jump. Nick plays in bands, and as I say each week, we are actually played in and out by uh, Hollow, the band we're talking about here, the, the Something to Believe. Um, that's that's a ballad by them. They're they're a heavy metal, heavy metal band, um, hard rock band. And Nick was playing Mulcahy's one night here on Long Island. If anybody's from Long Island, you know the stage at Mulcahy's. You know how high it is. You know, you know, just think about standing on the edge of that stage. Nick was standing on the edge, and he's slamming away on his bass, and he's looking over at us, and he's smiling, and we're like, no, don't do it. He jumped off the stage, and when he hit, it, it, you heard it. It was like a thud. Even with the music playing, like, what did that feel like? Like shit, <laughs> you know, like, it just—it <laughs> it totally just like you know, from my foot all the way up, I felt it. You know, like I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, what? I don't know why I did it. And I just whatever. But can you imagine doing that now cool. at, at 43 years old? <sighs> no, dude. And that's exactly I'm what. I, yeah, the the Yokozuna thing was resonating me with. Like as he got older and like you know wasn't taking care of himself. And he got to, he was over 640 pounds at one point. Yeah. And I think of myself, my highest was 583. Like, I definitely, like, was teetering, like, on the, in that direction if I didn't stop myself. And it's I know crazy. it's crazy to think about. Like, I look you know back what, at like the video. We could look at, you know, you look at him, and we definitely could, like, so, like you know, associate with something like that because like there was a time and uh, place and time like we like didn't care and like just let it go and wouldn't address you know us we wouldn't yeah. uh, dress like the elephant in the room you know ourselves or the elephants and, in the like, room just <laughs> yeah, exactly we just never you know like I could I associated myself with him and I'm like I get it you know, like the dude basically ate himself to death. Oh, he did. Uh, there's no like it's, when they were talking about the turkey ass that he ate like a hundred of them, or seventy five of them, and dipped them in mayonnaise yeah, before yeah, he ate yeah. them. Like that's deep that's fried. 
it, it sounds delicious, but like I'm, my arteries like were hardening just like thinking about eating like you know seventy five turkey asses dipped in mayonnaise. Yeah, like you know that to me was like, and he just unbelievable. Yeah, and he was a very caring, giving guy. Like they said, he made money and he just, he helped his all his family away. out. Yeah, he helped his family out. He was running a wrestling school and letting the, letting the wrestlers live with them because they had no place to stay. And he was a good guy, and he had. They said right away he had demons, and we all have our things. And some of it's sometimes it's drugs, alcohol, and you know, for, I know for me it's food, and for him it was as well. And uh, yep. you know, like I said, it, it hit home. That 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 one hit home. Uh, watching you know Yokozuna, and at, at thirty four years old, he, he lost his life, and I that's a kind of like six in my head when I start to go off track. You know, like I, I've been very candid on here. These last few months have not been the greatest for me. Um, I've talked to you about it, and uh, just you know, but I, I've just chosen to keep fighting and keep pushing through. Got it. Nothing else I could do, right? No, no. Nah. I mean, it's just you know, like when we we went when we went back, we were like, "This is it, man." You know, we can't, we can't do past practices like you know let something derail us even in the worst of times you know because at the end of the day man like you still have to take care of you you know and and do it so you got to show up for yourself and uh, that's really basically what it is absolutely you know, and I, I we kind of we touched, we talked about this before, but like you know, I see, I think for you, what I see more out of anything is that you being a parent and, and being a family man now has really uh, changed your outlook on things totally from when where they were when we were younger. Do you do you feel the same? Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I live. I'm a guy that lives, you know, for the day, and like I just I don't know. Now I have to be more of a guy that has to live for the future because you know what? I have a, my kid is my future. So like, I have to make sure that she's like going to be okay. I got to make sure that, you know, Sarah is taken care of and everything. And I have to be on my game regardless. Now it's just, you know what? Like I, they're my, they're my main thing. So it's just like, I have to, be uh, be good for me and be good for them. Yeah, I, you know? I, it's like, you know, it's funny because we, when you know somebody for so long and, and uh, we talk about the past and all the dumb things we did, it, you know, we really, I guess, you know, when you think about when we were younger, we kind of like become our parents uh, <laughs> away. Like, you know, it's. I can see it, dude. I, it's it's every day, man. I look at it and I'm like, holy! I never thought I would turn into that, but it, it, it you know, that's not a bad thing. But it's yeah, the things that I would be like, God, they're bugging for no reason. Like, why are they doing that? And like, I get it. Well, not <laughs> I so, yeah. It. I don't. That's so much me. I'm not really. I've not in terms of. I have no kids in, or anything. But I understand what that means. Like when you're younger and the way you look at things, like it doesn't matter. And I think I looked at, at weight that 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 way too. Like it, what didn't matter when I was younger because it's just like you know I felt okay, but as I got older, it, I didn't feel as good. And you know, even now, like when I go off, 
I don't feel good. I, I just I don't physically feel good. I feel drawn, worn out. And Absolutely. I don't want to go back to that place, but it's always in, you know, it's always in the back of my head to, 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 to keep going and to not to not give up. And I think that's what we both have that, uh, especially this life has been crazy for everybody. I mean, lockdown, everything, there's been every excuse in the world not to do this. Yeah, dude. Well, you know what? You commended me, man. You stick in the program and doing what you were doing, like the whole pandemic, man. There was people that, you know, I put on 15 pounds, of, you know, almost 20 pounds in the pandemic. Like, I didn't even really like, you know, I wasn't weighing in every week. And I knew I was like, you know, I thought I, could, I, thought I was going to do a lot worse because I, I went from March to like November without weighing in. And I'm like, holy shit, I think I gained back like half of my weight. And then, my, you know, Sarah's like, you're out of your mind. You definitely didn't. You know, you told me like the same thing. Like I when I went away, I saw pictures and I was like mortified. Like you, I don't know. I saw something different, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, but- it's crazy. We, we, do, we definitely see different things. When we look at pictures, we see different things. Like I look at those pictures and, you know, I didn't see a lot during the pandemic, you know, and everything. And I saw those pictures and I was like, wow, he looks good still. Like, you know, I, I thought the opposite. Like, you thought you looked horrible. Everybody else is saying that you look good. But you know what it is? And I, I kind of posted about this, you know, the, the last week. <clears throat> we tear ourselves apart now. We didn't tear ourselves apart then. You know, when I, I looked at the guy who was 200 pounds heavier. I didn't pick at every floor. You know, now that you're losing weight and you're you know, it's you're you're seeing different changes in yourself. You're noticing more, I think, and you're more willing to tear that guy apart than the guy who wasn't doing anything. Right. I mean, I watch those WrestleMania videos of us. I'm like, oh my, how do we get from the camera? Like, I'm like, <laughs> what was I doing? Like, just as dusty. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can't believe we actually start. posted that. Yeah, I mean, I know you always said it, dude. That was like, you know, you saw that video, was, you were disgusted with it, and we had joined Weight Watchers not shortly after that, you Less know? Less than a month, yeah. Yeah. And I look at, like, my old convention pictures and stuff, and I see some pictures, and I'm like, holy shit. And, like, you know, even there's a picture with me with uh, Tyson, and I post it like every time and people see it and they're like, whoa, dude, you were so much bigger back then. Um, yeah, yeah, your head just I looks swollen. It. And I it was, you know, I know the picture you're talking about. And it doesn't look like, yeah. you know, you're, you're, this looks like a big head and your face is in the middle of it. Like it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird when you post it now because you don't look like that anymore. Like you do, but like it's, it's just different. It's a different version of me, I guess. Yeah, it's like, you know, and I didn't see it that way at the time because... No, I, and I, I didn't, didn't see myself. I was like, oh, I was psyched. I had a picture with Tyson. I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. Then yeah. I lost some weight, and I look at him, and I'm like, wow. I want to meet him again. So now now that you <laughs> drop a bunch picture. of weight and you take a picture, you, you know, you're on vacation, a picture comes out, you're much less and different person than that guy in the picture, but that picture bothers you. The, the picture where you weigh less bothers you. And I get it. Right. Yeah. But I think back to that video. That was the first time really that a picture or video set me off the edge. Like we watched those video. I watched that video. I, I, I can't even, I lost for words. Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, 
I, I couldn't believe that I had gotten to that point. Poor, I feel bad for that was furniture. when I was Kamala, right? Yeah, I feel bad for your furniture yeah. that day. We, I killed it. We, we all... <laughs> yeah. Well, I killed it over the years, too, man. That, that couch doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> they put out of they put two behind the ear. <laughs> Took it out yeah, back. It's done. Like old yellow. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh man. yeah, well I was talking about that on my uh I did a Facebook I did an Instagram live the other night. And just joking around because like the snow was coming and I was like, like you know, there's things I wish I was two hundred pounds heavier for. It was like when it snows, so I'd have to snow a shovel or you know things I miss going through chairs. I miss uh wicker furniture being uh, a burden, you know, like things like just joking around just thinking about things for myself like that. Yeah. But I mean, those obstacles that you know we we had start to go away, and this is going to kind of sound weird, but like you know, not that I miss them, but it's almost like I learned how to live with them so long that like it's it's weird that they're not around anymore. You get accustomed to it. Yeah, right. It's no. like you, you get accustomed to being not living life. Right. I mean, you as a musician, um, what did it do to you? Uh, being, you know, before you started your journey, how did that affect your music and your playing? I didn't play, dude. I was out of, you know, out of commission for a while. Um, I guess uh, right after Zoe was born, up until like 2000, the Demon Scar started in like 2017. So... That was like two years I didn't play music, and that was like the highest I've ever been, like as far as like uh, weight. And um, yeah, dude, I just didn't have the drive to play. I don't know. I lost it, and I guess I didn't care about my appearance and everything, so I just whatever. Plus, I had some other you know, stuff that I was dealing with at that point, too, and I was numb, and I just didn't care. So, but... Once I started losing the weight and stuff and getting more motivated, <clears throat> I start writing again. I start wanting to play, you know, like you, you start feeling better, you know, and that's it. Well, I, you know, during this time, especially the lockdown, your, your band, uh, Demon Scar, you can follow them on Instagram at Demon Scar Band. You guys are putting out music. It seemed like every week there was a new song dropping. Yeah, we, me and Craig had a, uh, um, a goal in the beginning of 2020, we we're going to release a song every month. And we did even with the pandemic and actually the pandemic kind of helped demon scar in a way because Craig, you know, he does his job and, you know, he's very dedicated and, uh, him being home more, he was able to do more with the band. And like, we, were relentless like i had so many songs like i felt like uh so creative in a time that was so insane i guess i just i don't know that was my again that was my venting that was my uh way to get through it and fed off i like uh, yeah, fed off the insanity in a way yeah absolutely and we're still doing it now we have songs coming out we're gonna release i think we're set up until june right now so to we release, have another six 
songs per month. Yeah, you can release a new song every month until June. You're at the point now where it's like, yeah, that's crazy. So we already have like another album. Plus, we have other stuff that we have like you know, uh, years for years. I used to just write in, in notebooks, and I used to have those notebooks. But now I have the the notes on the phone. Yeah, and I mean, you know. God forbid if anything ever happens to me and people look at my phone and they see these notes, they're going to be like, oh, man. <laughs> the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. There's all different types of craziness that's in it, but that's what I do. It's, and Craig calls it back pocket. He's just like, back pocket that. It's going to come back. I guarantee it. I've had lyrics that I wrote 20 years ago that we're singing, and we just released the song, like, you know, this year that I, I wrote then. So it's just like I have all like, you know, I have that with comedy. You never know where it comes. Yeah, same thing. Like you know, I'll I have the same thing on my phone. There's there's just sentences I write down or words I write down to remind me like when I go back to write a joke. And you're right. If anybody found my phone, like the things I have is they think I'm a psychopath and that I'm like sure. you know, uh, I was on the verge of of going on some kind of spree based on what I'm writing in that phone. But it's really just you know for me to write something down so I can remember. <laughs> um, the joke of the that what's going on at that moment, but I mean, that's what I look at now too. Like, so you, nothing's really holding you back, which is which is great. And uh, I, you know, again, I'm commending you because at a time when things are being shut down as far as entertainment, even like you know, so you can't play live. Really, you, you can't you can't go play live. Um. You can't go really. You can't go see music. You can't really go out. I don't know if studios are open now or not. Um, <laughs> I just went into the comments, my brothers. Uh, but you are, <laughs> you are still finding a way to be creative and get it out. Does that help in the process too? Of of like, especially when things are not going so smooth as far as like you know, you talked about at the beginning with with all the crazies that happened. Does that help with with deal with that as well? Um, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely, dude, it helps, you know. Um, it just, it's a good distraction. And like I said, it's my release. So that's where I uh, go to. Mike said it's like a chubby Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it again. Yeah, he's very, dude, it's very, sense. very to the point, my brother. Uh, Got it. That's the only reason he tuned in is so he could throw a line at one point in this podcast and then he's going to go back to doing what he's doing. Yeah, it's exactly what he wanted to do. Uh, But, like, you know, are you going to release? Are they releasing you release the songs each month? Are you going to put out an album or are you just going to keep doing the song thing? Well, last last, uh, 2020, what we did was we released the single and then uh, the end of November, we released the album. Yeah. And then... That had every single that we released for 2020 plus two other songs. Uh, this time, um, I think we're going to go with an EP. We're doing a uh, a Sam Hain tribute. Uh, that was like Glenn Danzig's band that he left the Misfits for back in the 80s. So we're doing a cover of one of those songs that we're going to be part of that's coming up. Um I'm working on something right now that I'm so excited about. It's awesome, but I'm not going to get into it. 
but it's something that means so much to me and it sounds it's starting to sound so great and it's something that uh i don't know man you can't put me in a genre i feel because i do all different genres like i'm all over the place but this one is just it's going to be good when it hits and i i think it's going to well, a lot of people are going to hear it and they're going to be happy with it so i think i know uh, what this is that you're talking about yeah so it's i'm really excited about it and if, if it is and, uh, um yes it's going to be probably one of the best things you ever, you ever it did. is okay then you yes i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna again, ruin it but um I, I think it's again taking you know good use of your time especially you know you're using different aspects of music as well like you know do you before before you can go back into the studio were you doing um recordings we just doing like over like you know computers or or phones or how, how are you getting like these recordings done yeah well that's what we were doing we were doing it over the phone and stuff uh we wanted to do like a because we couldn't play so what we did was um we recorded uh three or four songs of the singles that we released in 2020 over iphone uh which is insane how technology has come because I feel like the stuff that I paid thousands and thousands of dollars for <laughs> years ago. It's true. It's so I'm true. not putting it down, dude. I'm not putting that stuff down, but like I'll put it up against it as far as production wise, you know, the only thing is like, you know, the stuff that we paid thousands and thousands of dollars for, you know, it was mastered by like, you know, Sony and we had a sick producer, a Grammy producer and stuff, but those types of things you pay for and you pay the money for it, you know? I also so, think those days are kind of gone in a way. Uh, I see it with podcasting and, and, and comedy and stuff. It's sure. I mean, I could legit do a podcast just from my, my iPhone if I wanted to, I, 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 Absolutely, I dude. you know, and that's all you, that's all you need now. I have a camera on my phone. I could just, you know, the camera, on my phone, I think sometimes better than like my computer. And, Absolutely. you know, I can just hook a mic, I can hook a USB mic into my uh, phone if I wanted to. And there you go. You got, I got my own way to do a live streaming podcast. And I like having the equipment, though. I like being in front of a microphone and, and, and doing it the way I do it because uh, I also sure. put it back out on other means. But there's, there's like you said, there's, there's this technology taking us so far. That you're yep. now allowed to to put this music out, and, and I think it. Listen, it, it helped a lot of people to have new music coming out each month when it was a time where nothing was coming out. You know, it's crazy. We get messages from people that say that Demon Scar helped them through their dark days and stuff, and helped them. And I'm like taken back by that because I'm like, well, it helped me through my dark days because I wrote these songs because of the way I was feeling and I had to get it out and I put it out there, but now it's helping somebody. And I guess they can find common ground that we're on to hear something like that, man. It's just like, Whoa, I'm like, okay. So I guess I'm, you know, making a difference in a way or something. I don't know if I'm inspiring somebody that's awesome or helping them. I think you definitely so are because cool. like, you know, like you look at it, like you, something happens. You take your your a pen and paper and you, you write a song, you release it, you sing it, you get you get the, you know as we, Rocky says the stuff in the basement, you get it out like you know always man. And but some people, some people don't have that outlet and they don't know how to do that. And here they 
get a song, listen to it, and you're saying exactly to them what they're feeling. And then they don't feel alone. And I, I, I kind of get those messages here with the podcast as well, like, you know, yeah. saying something that people are thinking. And it's just a big thing of feeling not alone. I think that's another reason, you know, we'll bring it back to the weight loss thing, that we joined WW is that, one, it's that sense of community. Be, you know, not being, not going through this alone and always having something to, to you know, to fall back on. You know, we, we you know, we go to different workshops now, but we we still can fall back on each other as friends. But, you know, we are in a workshop where there's other people going through the same thing. And to me, I think that's, and I don't know how you feel about WW, but that's to me is, is the reason why I don't, I'm not going to leave it really comes down to the community and that, that sense of like, you know, belonging somewhere. Yeah, man, absolutely. You meet some interesting people, you know, and yeah. everyone at the end of the day has kind of a similar thing while they're there, you know, we're not, you know, we're not perfect. So everyone's journey is different though. And then, you know, but we have that one thing in common is that, you know, we have to, uh, we have a problem. So that's why we have to go, to these meetings and everything and be held accountable and uh, just journey, going on the journey, you know? I, I always, like, you know, it's funny, like, because we know this movie very well, the movie Fatso with Dom DeLuise. I always, yeah. the work, people always, like, you know, ask me, like, what the workshop is, and I just describe what Chubby Checkers is. That's it. If people that don't know WW, like, it's not like, it's not like that at all, but that's what I describe it as. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we just sit around. <laughs> All right, everybody stop trotting. <laughs> I mean, now say it. <laughs> talk about that movie, like that movie Fatso with Dom DeLuise. How real is that scene when they're sitting there talking about the food? Sure. And they just go nuts and they go on like a yeah. bender. I mean, how how real is that? Yeah, man. This, uh, dude, that movie is so real with, with that, with the stress eating, with eating when you know that you shouldn't be doing that type of eating, you know, like eating the kid's cake. And like, <laughs> you just... <ain't> the only... <laughs> Dude, the, the first two minutes of that movie, when he's at the wake and he's crying and he goes into the kitchen and he dips <laughs> the fucking elbow in the sauce into the cheese and he eats it. And he has that calm, you know, like, <sighs> it's like, <sighs> And how, and, good, gets into and how good does that look? Because you know what that tastes it's like. Amazing. It's the sauce. That, Dude, that's my favorite thing in the world to do. It's it's crazy. The elbow, the elbow should have made it home. All the you know all the times I used to go pick up bread. Yeah, but I wouldn't even get to that point. I would just have to take a regular piece because I was always ripping the elbow in the car. You know, yeah. but that's he yeah. cut the cut the way he did it too. He just cut it so nice and he dipped it. Perfect. Had the fork, dipped it into the sauce, and then dipped it into the cheese. Perfect. There was no, there was no fork. There was no knife for us. We no, just we just ripping. ripped it and dipped it. Yeah, it was crazy. Ripped and dipped. Then, then like he's crying about his cousin who died, and then they talk about the food that he liked. We'll never eat a pizza again. We'll never eat a pizza again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how he loved his corn tune? <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what, too? Like, it's, I guess, a similar thing. When my grandmother died and, like, everyone, you know, wanted stuff, I went into the basement, man, because I knew she had a fridge down there. And I know that's where she used to send me to get, like, the eggplants and oil. 
And you know what, dude? There was a jar of eggplants and oil down there. Really? That I guess, yeah, it was just out of sight, out of mind. But I knew it was down there, man. And you know, that was a gift, bro. That was a gift because I was so excited. Because that's one thing, you know. Obviously, I miss my grandmother, dude. And I miss like you know the times and fun stuff. Yeah. But the cooking, dude. You know, that was like. Well, that's that a, was their thing. Yeah, and if you come from an Italian background, um, that was you know, my grandmother too. That was her thing. It was it was cooking. It was like you know, like my parents would go away and like you know she would cook for us when they were like we were like you know in high school and stuff. She couldn't make enough food because she thought like you know how are they gonna eat. You know, what are they going to eat? It was like it was like Fantasia right. with the food just coming. You know, it was one thing after another. It was like, you know, it was main course, vegetables, fries, this, milkshakes. You make milkshakes, you know. It's like you know, it was just a never-ending parade of food, which is awesome. It's amazing. And then, like, you know, she would make me lunch every day when I came home when I was working at this local supermarket. So I worked two minutes away. It was like a half a loaf of Italian bread stuffed with eggplant, the Rocco Pocket. Oh, those are the best. And then as I'm eating like a half, so yeah, I'm eating a half a loaf of Italian bread stuff with eggplant. She's telling me I got to lose weight, but she's like, "Oh, tomorrow I'll come back. I'll have more for you." I'm like, "All right, right, right." So this woman right. made sure she had like you know seven loaves of Italian bread ready to go at any time, just cut and hollowed yeah. out and stuff with eggplant. <clears throat> Absolutely, dude. Same thing with my grandmother. She used to have the sauce, you know, ready to rock whenever. That the fir- the first time I joined WW. Uh, she got offended because I wasn't eating th- that stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, my brother broke up with a girl because, like, she made a face at dinner about my grandmother's cooking, dude. That stuff we held very, dude, no, he, you know. He never told me that stuff. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she made her eggplant, bro. And this girl, like, made this, like, you know, do you like it? And she was like this. Dude, my brother just looked at me, and I just knew it. She was out. She was out, bro. That oh, was man. That's hilarious. Don't you, ever, don't you ever, you know, may not like it, but say you like it, dude. Just say you like <laughs> it. <laughs> Never saw her again. That was it. Uh, you see, your brother can get away with that because he, he weighs 98 pounds. If if we did yeah. that, if we broke up with a girl of eggplant, it'd be like, we'd, we'd be shamed for it. Yeah. Different, bro. That was like that our time. Brothers are, our brothers are different. Yeah, I'm just saying. But like, you know, if we did that, yeah. Can you imagine if you broke up with someone because I didn't like eggplant? Um. Uh, yeah. No. How would that? How would that go? Not good. <laughs> I remember uh, before we get going, I'll tell this last. So they sent us to to Carvel that night at your brother's house. Yep. Remember, remember that? that? And we had an yep. order for like ten people, and they thought it was for us, and they were they were laughing at us. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. And you were like, "It's not for me. <laughs> it's not all mine." You were like yelling at me, like, "Just let it go." You're like, it's not for me. <laughs> I'm getting one thing. <laughs> There's other people at the house. Like, you're just so bad. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that you know you you deal with be, being heavier. Um, is people just assuming that, you know, you're going to eat the whole thing. And, uh, that's why I think that movie fat. So, cause he had the $40 worth of Chinese food that he ate. He ate everybody's dinner that night. And, uh, it's, it's a crazy thing to think about, but I mean, something that has been done. I mean, you can easily take in that Carvel order, just pull off to the side of the road and had a good time. 
Of course, I would have never made it back to the house. Like it melted. Right. <laughs> it melted. Right. What happened? happened? It melted. Uh, before before we we get we get out of here, we get going. Uh, do you got anything going on as far as the band or anything you want to promote and uh, tell people about? Uh, yeah, actually, you know what, dude? He's got a list. No, that's our vinyl. I don't care. You could like go to demonscar.com and we have these for sale. We have shirts and stuff. So if you want to check that out, we just released the Wraith. That's our new single. That's on Spotify and iTunes and just Google Demon Scar. Just look us up. We're on everything: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And if you're listening uh, to the podcast at home, I'll definitely have a link in the uh, in the description as well where you can go check out Demon Scar. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure. Great thank chatting you. with you again. Yeah, yeah, dude, totally. Always like having you on, and uh, hopefully soon we can do this in person. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always down to hang out, bro. Actually, it's WrestleMania season, so we it, have a uh, It is WrestleMania season. Oh, before we go, how'd you like the Rumble last night? It's great, man. You see, I, like I, I enjoyed it. Me too. Start to finish. I love that Edge won. He's going to WrestleMania. Got a WrestleMania sure. moment. A little redemption. Yeah, he deserves it, man. That's, dude, look at that. Never give up. Never. I had a, broke his neck or whatever, you know? He can't. He never gave up, dude. Yeah, had to retire. He was cr- awesome. crying in the ring retiring, and, and now he's uh, he's head- going to headline WrestleMania. It's a great story. Yep. All right, man. <laughs> so thanks for joining me. Uh, really Thank appreciate you, you ha- uh, coming on, and we'll definitely check you out soon. Check Nick out uh, at Nizza Six on Instagram and Demon Scar Band. Right at Demon Scar Band, that's what it is on Instagram. Uh, Instagram Demon Scar Band, uh, Demon Scar NYC is Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, um, yeah. All and right. then demonscar.com or on Bandcamp too, so you can look us up there. I'll, I'll put all the links on there. If we check that out. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for joining us here Thanks, on man. episode 158 of the WW Row Podcast. Always coming to you live 8 p.m. on Facebook and Instagram as well. But the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews and sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you, the WWO Podcast listeners. Uh, We are played in and out by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. That's right, Nick wrote this song. Definitely go check it out on iTunes. And while we talked about before, you can check out Demon Scar. They're releasing music like crazy, which we talked about all throughout the episode. You can check them out at demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go for your deli needs, Long Island. That's Finn's Deli. 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. It's amazing. Definitely go check that out. And Super Bowl Sunday's coming up, so that's a good place to go to get your Super Bowl order as well. Finsdeli.com. There will be a bonus episode of the podcast this Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To get that episode, go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. Become a member. Have access to the bonus episode and all the past bonus episodes as well. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook and Instagram Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 158. I will talk to you next week. <laughs>